0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as you know, the Harry and Meghan drama continues. It's on Netflix. The series premiered last week. Unless you've been living in a monastery or something like that, you must have heard at least some of the headlines that are emerging from the series and there's more to come but we thought we'd focus today on celebrity, infamous, notorious whatever words you want to use, TV interviews of course this is streaming but you get what I mean Serena Bellissimo who is the presenter of the Bellissimo Files on Spin 1038 is here with me now to discuss some of these most notorious celebrity interviews we've ever seen on our television screens you're very welcome along Serena
1: Emmett sorry I don't do Spin 1038 anymore Sorry, Ah, we'll we'll get
0: that sorted in the edit, that's apologies Serena
1: Okay, sorry. No, so, no, no, don't I'll worry. Run, okay. we'll,
0: we'll fix that in post.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so we'll take it from. <laughs> where do you want to take it from?
0: <laughs> well, I want I, I just start the intro again, or do you want to... Yeah, and just say, host of the Bellissimo Files podcast. There we go. Okay. Sorry, it was an old template. Serena, don't kill us.
1: That's totally, no, it's totally fine.
0: <laughs> now I'm joined by Serena Bellissimo, who is a presenter of the Bellissimo Files podcast, and she's going to talk about some of these most, and I would say, notorious, memorable television interviews you're very welcome along Serena welcome to the heart show thanks Emma
1: yeah I'd probably use Notorious as well because they probably stick in our minds for reasons that the interviews didn't want to stick in our minds there's major bombshells have you been watching the Harry and Meghan I haven't um, needed
0: to because I've just seen the clips on the news (laughs) which is great if you don't want to see it but you still want to know vaguely what's going on and be able to stand near the water cooler and survive it's great that you can still see these headlines but maybe I'll tune into some of the future ones but you're absolutely right they are in a tradition of explosive interviews sometimes the best ones are the ones that aren't sort of publicised beforehand they just grow organically. But nevertheless, we're all looking for those moments. Tell me a little bit about where you'd put Harry and Meghan in that sort of overall tradition of explosive interviews.
1: Um, look, maybe the very first interview they did with Oprah, that was probably their most explosive one because that's where they really opened up about life. Like this docuseries now is really interesting, but I think so far there's only been three episodes and so far we haven't seen anything we don't know yet but like in the interview with oprah megan was talking about her mental um health and how it was really affected being in the family and how the family reacted to mental health there were you know um claims of racism there was also the constant that has been a constant with the royal family and just because it's constant it doesn't mean it has to continue but the constant hounding of her. Then it wasn't just Meghan making the headlines. It was also Harry who was saying in that Oprah interview that he felt let down by his father when they were trying to step away from their royal roles. So I think that one was more of a uh, revelation than what we've seen so far on Netflix. But I am going to do a bit of a teaser because tomorrow on Netflix, the next three episodes drop. And here's a bit of a taste of what they're going to be talking about. I wasn't being thrown to the wolves I was being fed to the wolves They were actively recruiting people To disseminate disinformation They were happy to lie To protect my brother They were never willing to tell the truth To protect us
0: Now that is strong stuff That last part You know The thing with the relationship Between him and his brother I always find that part compelling but the fact that people use the media to their advantage, <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. uh, as we all know on this side of the fence, that's not necessarily unusual. But I suppose royal interviews have always grabbed the headlines and they're only the, the latest in the long line of people who've kind of mined that particular scene.
1: Exactly. And Emmett, I felt like Harry is like, it's history repeating itself because even if you were around or you weren't around you know of that famous Princess Diana Martin Bashir interview in 1995 um now unfortunately we found out that it wasn't all a bit above board how Martin went about to get Princess Diana to say yes was a bit you know he, he it's not embezzled the truth what am I trying embellished the truth a little to get her to agree to it but I feel like, Diana was going to tell her story anyway, right? We had that Andrew Morton book out a few years prior to that, and this was an explosive interview because a few years prior we saw um, Prince Charles, as he was then, uh, talking to Jonathan Dimbleby. That was, I think it was in 1994, and you know, in that it was a story like he was it was the usual royal interview, but Jonathan managed to get in a story about you know was there an affair? So he did touch on that but there had been nothing as explosive as Princess Diana. Like she spoke about, you know, the the fact that she was struggling with postnatal depression and how that was treated, her eating disorders, um, being a royal, her marriage. And then she had this to say to Martin Bashir about her marriage.
0: Do you think Mrs Parker Bowles was a factor in the breakdown of your marriage?
1: Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded.
0: Oh, that's
1: the famous like, do you remember? Stiletto heel
0: going in and, and now right. she's the Queen Consort to this day. So uh, may, maybe, you know, she was marking something out then that was later going to turn into Camilla Parker um, Bowles has done very well in terms of she survived in the royal family and she's she's prospered. Obviously, Charles and herself have a very good relationship, but this was an amazing line at the time. People will remember it just being oh. very vivid.
1: Oh, big time, big time. And after that interview, that's when, you know, they, they were separated at that stage. But that was the interview that led the Queen to go, okay, divorce granted. You know, so, you know, that changed everything. And look, this will be, there's lots of royal interviews out there that you can go and see. But this brings us on to our next iconic person involved in all these iconic interviews. And most of the revelations come to Miss Oprah Winfrey herself. And in 1996, she had Sarah Ferguson, who was the Duchess, but no longer because she had split from um, Prince Andrew. But this was a really interesting interview because, you know, she was involved in so many scandals in the British tabloids and stuff and Oprah, you know, was talking to her about living this fairy tale and Sarah Ferguson turned around and went, yeah, wasn't really a fairy tale. Like I didn't marry the fairy tale, I married the man. And then she also, it's funny because, you know, um, Sarah Ferguson spoke about this, Diana spoke about this, so does Meghan the rules it was the rules of the royal family that were finally being ousted to everybody and her going I can't live under that regime and it was just um yeah it was just an interesting look into life of of a royal and again there was an iconic quote to come out of this one and it was the British press is cruel abusive and utterly invasive so that covered a, a, a bit of everything her interview but the one like if If you ask me what is the most memorable celebrity interview ever, it is this one for me, Emmett. It goes back to 2005. Yes, and it
0: involves a couch.
1: (laughs) It involves a couch. Let's take a listen to this and let's see if people can guess what this is. We've never seen you behave this way before. I know. Have you ever felt this?
0: Tom, Tom get off the sofa, Tom, please.
1: Oh, Seriously so- drinking
0: from the, I think, to be honest, my own personal theory is drinking from the Scientology glass of Kool-Aid there because something <laughs> happened. It really just was, uh, I mean, just just place it again. Just bring us back there if you can, Sarita. So
1: this was 2005 and Tom was the massive movie star. He was the cool movie star. He was at the top of his game and he just split he'd split from Nicole Kidman a few years prior and he'd fallen in love with Katie Holmes and you had just never seen him behave this way and it was like who was he trying to prove like was he trying to prove to himself was he trying to prove to the world was he trying to prove to Katie that he was so in love he was worse than a teenage boy Who's in love? He was all over the couch, but it was when he like jumped up on the couch and like he was high fiving and like yesing, and it was just it was so cringe. And for a while, Emmett, this had major implications on his um, on his career because people couldn't take him seriously anymore. He had, I think, in order to take a movie star seriously, you don't you can't know too much about them because then you don't believe who they're playing on screen. So anytime you saw him on screen. Didn't matter how cool he was, what he was doing, you'd see this man who was jumping up and down on the couch.
0: He just looked like he was overdosing on e numbers. I mean, it was, it was remarkable. <laughs> oh gosh, and the, that is the fist. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it was bad. It was bad. But he has managed to he has managed to kind of rehabilitate himself since that moment. Of course, it's he has. YouTube never lies; it's still out there. But Oprah, as you say, everyone comes to Oprah if you want to do the interview. She still is yeah. the queen of that, and she's had so many of them. I mean, is there particular ones that, apart from? Um, that particular Tom Cruise piece that stick out for you?
1: I think the one that she even says herself was the most exciting one at the time and the most nerve-wracking one at the time and her biggest interview, when you Google biggest celebrity interview, this is what comes up. It's the 1993 interview between Michael Jackson and Oprah Winfrey. And this was huge because there was so much writing on this. Michael Jackson hadn't done interviews for 14 years. And then all of a sudden, he not only did an interview with Oprah, he invited her into Neverland. He invited her into his home and she didn't shy away from asking the big questions. Now, this was pre all of the allegations that came out um, later on, but she did ask about stuff like, you know, um, his plastic surgery. He said he'd only had a couple at that stage. Um, He asked about his his relationship with his dad and he opened up about it. And then he also, at the time, you know, everyone was talking about the colour of Michael's skin and it gave him um, a moment to tell everyone that he actually had – I hope I'm pronouncing this right – vitiligo? I think so. So, yeah, that's where the pigmentation of your skin changes colour. And it was just – you saw Michael in a very different way. Now, when Martin Bashir interviewed him for Living with Michael in uh, two thousand and three, a lot of Jackson's family are saying what happened. Now, this is all alleged; it hasn't been proven. But they're Martin saying, yeah, Bashir.
0: He caused a fair bit of chaos, didn't he?
1: <laughs> he has, because they're saying like Diana was duped. They're saying that Michael's duped, and then this is the interview that Serena. Sorted. Listen,
0: there's only one solution. You need to get an interview with Martin Bashir <laughs> oh, <laughs> and bring that it all full be- circle.
1: Yes, yes, can we do that and find out what's going on? (laughs) But
0: my memory of that particular one was this was the first time that somebody had touched upon the subject of inappropriate relationships between Michael Jackson and young boys or young men. This got an airing and it was really explosive.
1: Yeah, and see, it was just the boys were there and he was interviewing, like he was allowed access into Michael's home. So he was talking to the boys who were there and then questions started to be raised and then we had the court cases and, you know, to this day, the court cases keep going based on this this interview. So, like... This is massive. But as I said, it's usually Oprah Winfrey. Like there's so many more Oprah Winfrey interviews I could have spoken to you about. I could have spoken to you about Oprah Win- Oprah Winfrey and Lindsay Lohan in 2013 when, you know, she I think she'd been in rehab for the sixth time and she said, that's it, I want to change my ways. And she went to Oprah and she did the confessional and then Oprah had left her show and she'd started the OWN Network and she was kicking it off with a reality TV show that was based, it was a docu-series like we have with Harry and, Meg- Harry and Meghan, but it was based on Lindsay 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 Lohan and trying to get her career back on track and, Um, it was a very interesting documentary because then you're going, "Mm, are you really there to help Lindsay or are you there to make some good TV?
0: Yeah, I I, I like those interviews. And of course, then there's those other ones where it's just somebody got someone interviewed. They don't necessarily say anything incredibly revelatory. So you've got Richard Nixon and David Frost, of course, um, again, has been made into a movie. So a movie about the interview starts getting a little bit introspective when we get to that stage. But that was another great one. You've given us a good guide through, Serena. I do. They're bringing back some memories, some of them haunting, some of them just quite simply terrifying when you think of Tom Cruise on the sofa. But for now, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much, Serena Bellissimo, who, of course, is head of, manager and owner and et cetera, et cetera, of the Bellissimo Files podcast. Thank you very much for coming to talk to us on The Hard Shoulder today. Thanks, Emma. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy With Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.